Well, good morning and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee. It is May 7th. 2018 and uh, hey thanks for joining me really appreciate it i'm gonna have uh, decaf with a little of that uh wild honey and half and half it's that wild honey with wetterspoon again it's <laughs> it's good stuff uh would love it if you subscribe at itunes leave a review if you are so inspired i think this will be a little shorter than normal we have no guests this morning interestingly enough i had two scheduled to record uh in the past week here uh, one bailed on me, not sure why. One got sick, so, you know, I allowed them to bail, but it, it happens. Not not a big deal. We'll try and reschedule those, so uh, appreciate the attempt. We'll, 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 we'll get it. So let's talk about a couple of things. First of all, my book is out. Yes, the book is out. It's awesome. It's fun. Trade Show Superheroes and Exhibiting Zombies 66 Lists, Making the Most of Your Trade Show Marketing. Uh, it's out on Amazon. It's on Kindle. In fact, we really dropped the price on Kindle like to three and a half and so uh, I'm, I'm happy if you get the kindle version i can't sign the kindle version but i can sign the other one um anyway so uh you know first week a lot of promos on twitter and uh, other social media got a few sales in but you know frankly i'm not really writing it to make a lot of sales i write it to kind of brand my my company and myself uh and i and I, I i give a lot of copies away to potential clients that's kind of my my business card and and so uh people that i have given it to and have seen it uh so far have have gone like wow that's really cool love the title so i have to say i kind of stumbled onto a great title with that um so uh we'll see how it ha- how it goes over the next uh, few weeks um i have sent it to a number of colleagues uh, i have sent it to a number of industry outlets I think uh, a couple of years ago when my other book came out, the uh, Trade Show Success book, I, I sent one to, to Exhibitor Magazine. It took them a year, uh, but they eventually got back to me and we, we worked on a, a, an article together and it was a kind of a feature article in, in Exhibitor Magazine. So that was actually uh, pretty cool. So you never know what will happen with those things and, and um, you just kind of got to be patient with it. So I thought instead of having a guest, I would sort of punt and share several things I'm following or into right now, as the case may be. And I'll have links uh, in the show notes on the blog, tradeshowguyblog.com. One of the newsletters I read virtually every single day is called Muckrack. Muckrack. Uh, their kind of slogan is uh, making journalists, PR pros, and marketers more successful. It kind of monitors the press and it, and it gives a lot of... Uh, scoops i guess in a sense uh in in different angles on stories that you've seen in other outlets so it kind of leads and links to a lots of uh, different uh stories it's it's very journalist journalistic oriented i uh, my background is journalism i i kind of in a sense think of myself as a journalist at heart going way back i spent uh, a lot of years in radio doing radio news that's journalism different kind I, my my high school background was working on the local uh, paper, um, the, news, the, the, the high school newspaper. And I've done a lot of writing for newspapers over the years. So I like journalism and I like this, uh, this, this uh, newsletter called Muckrack. Uh, another one I read pretty much every week is called uh, Five Bullet Friday. It's from the author Tim Ferriss, which uh, is a quick read. A lot of good stuff there. Uh, New Yorker has a daily newsletter. I subscribe to the magazine. Uh, my wife loves it. That's it's kind of my, my, my yearly gift to her. And but but I get a daily newsletter out of the thing, and and they have a lot of great writing. New New Yorkers really just top notch writing, and and uh, no matter what, it, it they they do great uh, reporting from around the world. Uh, yes, it's kind of New York 
centered, but uh, the writing and the stories are really from around the world. I also read the uh, 538 newsletter uh, every single day. And I, and I, what's the guy's name that started 538? Uh, the, 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 the data analyst who was, was very close in, in predicting all of the um, political uh, races over the last several years. He started a, a website and there's a newsletter attached to it called 538 newsletter. I just can't think of the guy's name right now. Oh, well. Oh, well. Whatever. Uh, here's what I'm listening to. I just got this. It's called On Air Rolling Stones. A lot of stuff from like 63 to about 67, maybe. Uh, a lot of stuff for the BBC. Uh, it, it, in fact, it's listed as a BBC recording out by the BBC. Terrific stuff in there. Uh, I'd never heard the Rolling Stones cover uh, Chuck Berry's Rollover Beethoven. Beatles had a big... Uh, I guess not not really hit with it, but it was a great recording with George Harrison playing. But, uh, you know, the Rolling Stones knocked it off really well as well. A lot of cover tunes and uh, a handful of their new stuff. It's great to hear them in the studio doing uh, one take on uh, things like Memphis, Tennessee, which is a Chuck Berry song. Uh, I Want to Be Your Man, which is a Paul and, uh, George, uh, Paul and uh, uh, a John song from the Beatles. They gave him that song. Uh, more, more Chuck Berry. Of course, they did... Um, uh, you know, Satisfaction, The Last Time, some other stuff the uh, the Stones wrote. It's a great, great collection, a couple of CDs there. I'm also uh, listening to a lot of 70s reggae music. And <laughs> I have a friend down in uh, Los Angeles that I saw when I was down there uh, for Expo West in March. And he said, bring a thumb drive. I got some stuff for you. Roger Steffens is his name. Look him up. Uh, he's a, a photographer, a reggae archivist and a Bob Marley biographer, and I can't say enough about the guy. He said, bring this down. I, I got like 125 gigabytes of reggae music from him, a lot of 70s stuff. He did a, uh, a show in, in Los Angeles for years called The Beat uh, on one of the local uh, public stations down there. Guests from every you know walk of the reggae life uh, that came along, Peter Tosh, uh, Bob Marley, uh, you name it, they, he had them on his show, and, I, and I've got a lot of them there, as well as uh, he has virtually every single put out by Studio One out of Jamaica as a reggae collector. And I've got, they, the, he and his uh, family have ripped a lot of those. He's got a son and daughter working on this project. I uh, have ripped a lot of those, uh, or all of those singles, I should say, to, um, to digital. And so I've got those right here. So I've been listening to a lot of that. Also listened to some uh, Bruce Springsteen live concerts. There's a a newsletter I get called uh, from nugs.net, and they have a lot of live stuff for sale, including a lot of, of Bruce stuff for live. And I picked up a, a, a show from Boston, November 2007, that was really a lot of fun. Another thing I'm listening to, another band, is the Tokyo Ska Paradise Orchestra. Uh, boy, upbeat band. I don't know how many people are in the band. It's a dozen or more. Uh, as you might imagine, they are from Tokyo. They play ska, and they're very, very good at it. If you like that kind of stuff, look up the Tokyo Ska Paradise Orchestra. They will occasionally uh, come to the stateside, but but really not much. Um, they're more of a Japan band. I'm also reading uh, Harry Bosch and uh, Chris Ducker. I got I finished the Harry Bosch book here. Um, it's Concrete Blonde, uh, Harry Bosch novel. Of course, uh, I'm also watching the... Uh, Harry Bosch series, uh, the fourth season, I believe, on Amazon is out, uh, and that's terrific. And uh, I'm also reading Chris Ducker's book, uh, Rise of the Uprinter, which is, which is a very good book. Um, Chris has got a great podcast as well called the uh, Uprinter.fm. 
uh, fun book. Um, about a third of the way through it, uh, how to you know basically to build your your own brand, as it were. So um, good stuff. And what am I listening to podcast wise? Well, I've, I've, I've been listening. I mentioned this is one of the good things here in the last few weeks. Uh, Seth Godin's Akimbo. Uh, Jonathan Capehart has a great uh, podcast called Cape Up. Capehart is of the Washington Post. Uh, New York Times Daily is a great podcast. It's a 15 or 20 minute dive into a specific story. Uh, New Yorker podcast is also very good. David Remnick is the editor and, and he hosts most of those. Uh, he, they had a um, interview, uh, like an hour, hour and a half interview with, with James Comey, former FBI director in a, um, I guess, a public forum, as it were. And he, he grilled him pretty hard. And uh, like two days later, it was out as a special podcast. Good stuff there. And a, a crime town. There's... <laughs> Crime Town, I, I kind of stopped listening to a, a, a couple of weeks ago, but it's several episodes on how I think Providence, Rhode Island was basically this mob town back in the 60s. And was, uh, you just kind of shake your head at some of the things that went on, but Crime Town was a great one. So uh, trade, ship, uh, trade Show Tip of the Week is from uh, a blog post I did just recently called Eight Trade Show Follow-Up Best Practice Tips. And let me share some of those with you. And you can go check the blog post out as well. It's um, it's uh, going to be in the show notes as well. So um, so when you're doing follow-up, you know, make sure, and this a lot really comes down to a lot of sales uh, tactics and good practices as well. So set aside a time to call. Most of us wear a lot of hats. And so, you know, finding time to make those calls is very difficult sometimes. So say, okay, every day, from, you know, 10 to 11, I'm going to make the calls, whatever that time might be, and, and then do it. So budget the time out. Uh, block everything else out during this time. Even turn your, your phone off or at least silent it. Turn your mail program off so that you're just doing the calls. Uh, know what you're going to say. I think it's very important to know what your uh, script is or how you, what your bullet points are that you're going to talk, what your intro is, those kinds of things. And as time goes by, you'll refine those and get them better at it. Uh, know the goal of the call. Know what you want out of it. Uh, do you want to make an appointment? Do you want to send the guy something or send the woman something? So, uh, you know, figure out what the goal of the call is. Uh, be consistent. If you can't get a hold of somebody, don't wait another month or two to try back. You know, I, I'm a, I'm a pest. I, I seriously am. And, but I'm a nice pest. And I tell people that I say, you know, sorry to bug you again. I know I bugged you just last week, but I'm, I'm, I'm bugging you again. I'm leaving you another message. And uh, here's why I'm calling. Uh, and I'm a pest, but but I'm a nice pest. I'm a nice guy to talk to. So <laughs> another thing is uh, be available at unusual times. If you really can't connect, you might say, hey, can I can I uh, call you after hours uh, or call me before hours or after hours? Here's the number to reach me on my cell. So be available. Another thing is don't take it personally, because this is really not about you. Uh, you know, don't don't take a rejection personally. It's you made the connection at a show or whatever. Uh, and and you make a follow up call, but it's it's not about you. You're just trying to make a connection, make a sale, move it forward, the next step. And if it's not something that's going to happen, yeah, you know, don't take it personally. Don't take it reject. Uh, don't take it as a rejection of yourself. And finally, never give up. Uh, I've really, you know, I've had prospects that I haven't made sales on for months and months and months. Years go by, and I kind of reconnect. Some of them are even former clients from you know ten years ago. But all of a sudden, the door is open because we know that things change. People change, uh, companies change, new people are in new positions, and you know the booth gets old or whatever. Uh, you know it's always an opening. It may not be right now. It may be uh, a little bit down the line. So uh, never give up. So that's my kind of my best practices 
for follow-up. All right, that's going to wrap it up. You heard all the one good thing, so we'll just list those in the show notes. Have yourself a great week. This is Tim Patterson, Trade Show Guy, and it's the Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee.